to, to do a gloss and situate this Please. again in terms of some of the theory, right? So this idea of let, let's 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 name this thing, which is like your ostensible will. That's the thesis in this thesis antithesis disjunction, right? It's yeah. like the, is it Thomas the Tank Engine or the, or, or the Disney cartoon where there's a little train that's like, I think I can, I think I can. That's it's the like, little engine that could. Oh, you see. It's that's the, before, yeah. way before Thomas. Okay. okay this that's is, from our child. This is actually like an our childhood kind of thing. I think I can. Okay. So it's about a little engine. Well, this story, the, the, the title gives it away, right? The little engine <laughs> actually Spoiler, can, yeah. the little engine could. So, so the little engine keeps saying, I think I can, I think I can. And that actual assertion of it's, of telling yourself that you think you can is what trans you in, translates you into the little engine that could. Right? This is how I actually think about Kant a lot, who uh-huh. says that to, to to will a thing is also to will the means to that thing, uh-huh. which I've always found like to be kind of specious. But it, it kind of shows up. Yeah, shows up here too. Yeah. So it's like the, the thinking yeah. that you can is the canning. Yeah, thinking <laughs> that you can is like the condition of possibility of your of your doing the thing. Yeah, right? yeah. And, and, yeah, yeah. And, and so, so like willfully visualizing that you can, you manifest that outcome. Now, the antithetical idea is literally the opposite of that. So yeah. it's as though, as the little engine I think I can't. Is, I think yeah. I can't. Or, or, or it's like the little guy, yeah, I think I can't. Or like, no, you can't. But it's also, it's not coming from people on the sidelines. It's internal. The call is coming yeah. from inside the yeah. house. That's for Dan because it's October. And literally with every sort of like uh, bit up the rails, on the, the choo-choo train, the energy that's pushing it forward from the think I can is now actually being turned into energy, pushing it backwards, saying, no, you can't. Yes. Right. And what Freud is saying here, and this gets into the sort of the theoretical context of this, and you can see again, he doesn't have, he doesn't have a full notion of the unconscious yet. He doesn't have a notion of like trauma that he's working with here, et cetera. He's still very much in the Charcot mode, right? Yeah, Charcot yeah. is like, you have an event that stresses you and then that saps your will and that predisposes you to hysteria plus heredity, right? For he doesn't want to have the heredity. But what he does say here basically is that you say you think you can, you think you can, you think you can. But to use our train analogy, let's say the little train had just had the experience little of- Little engine, babe. The little engine. Our our little engine had just had to go through some repairs, or had just been used. It just had to make a. Its driver had just had had to make a terrible trolley problem decision, right? And so it's still got the gore of some hypothetical people on its wheels, and that was very distressing. And so now it has anxieties. Its ability to will as fully to have the sense of control has been damaged, right? And so now the counter will is stronger. In this case here, right? With so, what's the counter will in this case? The counter will, or well, rather, what's the source of the counter will? Well, two things. We have to ask, what's the counter will and what's the source of it? What's the precipitating hysterical incident, right? He, in the case of this, mm-hmm. there are multiple ones. And again, you can see how this is going where Freud later will be like, traumas multiply. Yeah. First, yeah. It's, he basically says there's the organic fact of giving birth, right? Yes. Parturition is a distressing experience. Yeah. And he actually does say that, that for women, the first time you give birth, basically, if there are going to be hysterical... Um, symptoms that come forward that have not yet been expressed in your life, like that is the time when it's going to happen. So he does, I think, recognize birth as a trauma. Yeah, and we might even remember this too. Like this is one of those like history of medicine explanations for why hysteria has the term it does, right? It's being sure. about the uterus, right? The mm-hmm. idea is postpartum depression. Someone's perfectly fine. Then they go through the physical trauma of literally having another person pop out of them. And then they develop something that is, you know, like they get psychotic or they become very, very sad. And then the ancient Greeks be like, oh, their, their uterus must have gotten loose. Yeah. Here, Freud basically is saying, it doesn't. he's not subscribing to that model, no. but he's saying that the amount of work that you go through in giving birth overwhelms you. 
or it, it saps and depletes your sensory apparatus. And this, I, and that, so that's the first sort of like organic trauma. So she was like, I, and you might imagine her being like, I think I can give birth to this baby. I can give birth to this baby. I can give birth to this baby. And even though she does, she could not anticipate until she goes through it exactly how much that would wreck her or deplete her. Yeah. Right. But with that bit of being strained, that experience of being strained, that, that experience of depletion, we could mm-hmm. say, that provides a ground of like credibility, but also like a journal, a germ of self-doubt for the counter will to be like, okay, well, you thought you could give birth to this baby and I guess you did, but it really fucked you up. Now you think you're going to be able to nurse this baby. You're going to keep this baby alive. But what if you can't? What if you can't? Yeah. 